Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. It's Tuesday, December 6th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. St. Louis has narrowed the list of candidates for its next police chief, and the public is getting a chance to hear from the hopefuls firsthand. City officials are hoping to fill the position by the end of the year. An interim chief has been guiding the department since June. This is the second search for the city's new police chief. Mayor Tashara Jones relaunched the effort early this year after deciding the initial search was not transparent enough and did not attract a wide-ranging candidate pool. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports on the background of the people who are still in the running for the job. The four candidates will be at a public town hall tonight at Vashon High School to answer questions submitted by city residents. Three of the four candidates are external. The city's interim police commissioner, Michael Sack, is the internal candidate. The other candidates have held law enforcement leadership positions in Norfolk, Virginia, Wilmington, Delaware, and Columbia, South Carolina. Chief John Hayden retired in June. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. Three former members of the St. Louis Board of Aldermen will be sentenced today for their roles in a corruption scandal. Former Board President Louis Reed and Alderman John Collins Muhammad and Jeffrey Boyd pleaded guilty in August to accepting cash and other gifts in exchange for helping a developer receive incentives. Boyd also pleaded guilty to a separate insurance fraud case involving his used car lot. Federal guidelines call for them to get between two and a half and four years in prison. Prosecutors have asked the judge to hand down sentences within that range. Attorneys for the men are hoping for probation. People who might have trouble paying heating bills this winter could receive some help from Spire. The gas utility is expanding two assistance programs to help customers struggling with inflation. St. Louis Public Radio's Brittany Cordera reports. Beginning this month, Spire will help customers with past due bills by spreading payments out over 12 months through its payment partner program. The utility also plans to help customers who have had recent medical emergencies by suspending disconnections for up to 30 days starting in March of next year. Christopher Gagliano is Spire's vice president of customer experience. There's inflation, and the cost of just about everything is going up. It's just making it more difficult for people to kind of make ends meet. Spire customers are also seeing higher costs because state regulators have allowed the utility to increase its rates for Missouri customers. I'm Brittany Cordera, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Charles has shut down its largest water well because of contamination. Five of the city's seven wells are now not operating, and the water treatment plant is only at 25 percent capacity. St. Charles officials say that is prompting the city to purchase more water from St. Louis. Officials say they have taken action instead of waiting for the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency to do the same against companies it says are responsible for polluting water wells. They also say drinking water provided by the city is safe. There is a sharp rise in flu cases throughout the St. Louis region. St. Louis County's Department of Public Health says they more than doubled in the last week of November. Officials outside the county are also dealing with the spike. Mercy Hospital in Washington Chief Medical Officer Dr. Anne Elizabeth Mohart is advising people to stay home if they are sick or have been exposed to infection. 
For most of us, influenza will be a nuisance for a few days, but there are some among us who, because of their underlying conditions, could become gravely ill. Mohart says the region's hospitals are holding steady, even with a rapid spike in influenza and high transmission levels of COVID-19 and other respiratory diseases. The Illinois Department of Public Health will begin offering a new HIV treatment next month. Mawa Iqbal reports. Cabinuva will be the first long-term injectable HIV medication offered by the department. Jeffrey Morris, who runs the department's HIV AIDS services program, calls this drug a game-changer. Patients can get a monthly injection instead of having to remember to take a pill every day. And that's very critical for the HIV diagnosis because not being adherent to your oral medication or this injectable could cause resistance, where then that drug no longer will be um, effective. People enrolled in the state's Ryan White program can qualify for partial or full coverage of Cabanuva. I'm Mawa Iqbal. Hi, it's Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson, your afternoon newscaster at St. Louis Public Radio. Keep podcasts like The Gateway thriving by becoming a member of St. Louis Public Radio today. Your support ensures that your community stays informed and has access to fact-based local and national news. Give right now at stlpr.org and thanks. Some of the items we are following in the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. We've already mentioned the big items. Three former members of the St. Louis Board of Aldermen will be sentenced today for their parts in a corruption scandal. They pleaded guilty to accepting gifts, including money, in exchange for helping a developer receive incentives. St. Louis residents will have a chance to hear from the four finalists for City Police Chief. A public forum is set for this evening at Vashon High School. And today in D.C., U.S. Senator Roy Blunt will deliver his farewell address on the Senate floor. He opted against seeking re-election this year. The Republican... Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.